0: Lord, we thank you for allowing us in your presence again this evening. Father, tonight is sort of a heavy heart, I feel, because, Lord, I know that the famine of your word is coming upon your people. And, Lord, we don't understand it. The people do not understand it. And I've tried to make known what you revealed to me. And I plead with the people to understand the famine that is coming. Lord, I... I, can understand a little bit about how you felt when you were writing, well, when John wrote John 14, and he was uh, looking back on your life and recording what you had said. And in John 14, 19 to 24, you, you start off this way. You say, a little while longer, the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live, you will live also. At that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. And Judas Iscariot said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? And Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him, and he who does not love me does not keep my words. and the word which you hear is not mine, but the fathers who sent me. Lord, this is a <clears throat> really critical scripture, John 14:19 to 24. And Lord, as we sit here, and it's been 14 years almost, over 13 years, we've been calling out the knowledge of your words. First, you caused me to receive it, and then many others took it up. Some, dear Lord, who've taken these words up, have lost all their friends because of this message. Some have lost their wives. Many, dear Lord, have lost everything because they heard these words and believed it, and they were scoffed at by the people. Lord, it's no different than your day. But dear Lord, the thing that is bothering me tonight, dear Lord, is the fact that we're coming to the famine of the words. You warned the people in Amos 8, 11 to 14, it's coming. Lord, you warned the people, dear God, in John 9, 4, 5, that the light is going to go out of the world. Lord, that's just like it was when you died on the cross and you left the world. But dear Lord, at this time, it's different. Well, at the cross, you chose to do that, to go out of the world for our sake so that you could cause the temple veil to be opened and we can come in before the Father to get the words that you're talking about right here in John 14. The very words that the people, you tell them, dear God, that if they, they do not love you if they will not hear these words. Lord, your words is the actions that you do because you said in Psalms 33 and 4, that all your works are done by truth. And you told us, dear God, in John 17, 17, that truth is the words of God. And just like you said here, dear Lord, you don't speak in your words. You came speaking in the pure language of the kingdom of heaven, but the world would not receive it. They did not discern it because it's like you said in John eight forty three to 47, dear God, they, they will not discern. They couldn't discern your speech the pure language you were speaking in because they would not receive the words of the Father. It's a terrible thing to understand. But Lord, they don't understand what love is. I've had people say your message is not of love and and the Bible's all about love. But right here, dear God, at the very essence of love, It's the very fact that if you will not receive the words of God that you were sent into, that Jesus was sent into the world to make known to us, Deuteronomy 18, 18, 19, John 3, 26 to 36, the very words that are going to judge us at this very day in John 12, 48, we will not receive it even in this day no more than the people in Jesus' time would not receive it. And he said, their father's the devil. And Lord, you warned the people at this time, in this day of the Lord, and in this night of the day of the Lord. A night, you divided the day of the Lord up into the evening, seven years of the evening, seven years of the night, seven years of the morning, and three and a half years, 42 months of the afternoon. Lord, you told the people this, a time, a times and a half time. I've explained that a time is seven years. But Lord, they limit your words. Lord, they limit your words. They go about the world in their own language, missing completely what you're saying, just like the people who followed you. They love to see your miracles. And The people of this day, dear Lord, you warned them in Matthew 7, 21 to 23, that many of these people are speaking prophetic word from you and they're healing people in your name. And Lord, they're even casting out demons in your name. But you said they're lawless and they're going to be cast out from you because they will not hear the very words that is doing that work. And they're going to have those words be a famine from the world. And Lord, it says if, if, if we are of the world, the spirit of truth cannot enter us. We cannot receive it if we're of the world. And we're of the world if we will not receive your words because you told us in John 17, 17 that we are set apart from the world that means sanctified, holy, by the receiving of your words and have the full measure of the Holy Spirit within them, John three thirty-four. John the Baptist was sent to bear witness to your coming to bring forth the covenant of fire, and the fire is the words of God that will burn up all things because all things are made by your words. All things are sustained by your words. Lord, they think the whole Bible is the words and the whole Bible testifies to the words. But Lord, there's a pure language that's described in the Bible and even said, dear Lord, at this time you're going to come and you're going to cause them to walk in your pure language, Zephaniah 3, nine. They do not discern it. And Lord, they do not discern that in the evening, in the night time. Luke 17:34 tells us in the night of the day of the Lord, separation judgment comes and these people who have not heard your words, that the Father God said he would cause to open at this time, the words that you describe as truth, the knowledge of truth is what is required of God at this time of us. And we're going to be judged by the words It says that the light will go out of those refuse the words because it's the words that have the light. It's the words that cause the light to be done. Or we go about the cares of the world as you warned us in Matthew 24 and Mark 13 and not even think about your words. We, We cannot get above that. We love our doctrines. We love our way of life just like the people in your day when you came the first time. Or there's a famous country song in America and it really testifies to the world. It testifies of the love of the world and not the love of the kingdom of God. See, the love of the kingdom of God grows because you tell us in Isaiah 28, 9 to 13, that the entrance of your words gives light and that light gets brighter and brighter and brighter because it says that knowledge comes and the knowledge of the truth is the knowledge of the words of God. It always grows. It says it, it comes line by line, piece upon piece of, a little here, little there. But it gets brighter and brighter and brighter until finally in Daniel twelve one to 3, it's telling us that people who get the words at this time are going to be set apart and they're going to shine. But how can they shine if they don't have the words in them? Because it's the words that gives the light. Psalms one nineteen one thirty, And they don't understand this. The words give the light because they unlock the knowledge of the good works of God. And that those who seek the words and seek the authority of the Spirit to enter them, that enables them to know how to get the authority to speak these words from you. Because you give that authority, but you cannot give that to those who are of the world. As it says in Second Corinthians 12, 1-4, and here in John 14, 23-24. Lord, that song is a song that Merle Haggard made famous, country song. It says, that's the way love goes. But we should take that and look at those words, and we should be thinking about it in the way of the kingdom, and we should change it slightly to say, that's the way love grows. If the people understood, dear Lord, the Bible tells us that your way is to come to joy. Our love in the world comes to divorce. Our love in the world comes to frustration. Our love in the world, even these prophets and these healers and so forth are going to find out what it's like to be cast out from you and they won't have any of that love of the kingdom. Instead, they'll have the loves of the world which brings about the plagues and death. Lord, it's a terrible thing. People don't see it. They don't want to believe it. It says it right in the scriptures. and We will not believe it. Let me read a few lines of this song. The lyrics of this song tells such a truth if we would just listen it says i've been throwing horseshoes over my left shoulder you know right there it starts off wrong because we are supposed to not judge the people we're supposed to give them the words of righteousness they judge themselves by you if they receive the words or not and dear lord it says i spent all my life searching for the four-leafed clover and they do not understand that they don't have the knowledge of the way of the four spirits of how to enable the way of the four spirits and do the works in the way of the four spirits that gives absolute confirmation of your counsel. It accomplishes what it says in, in John fifteen seven, you summarize that. And you say that if we will abide, if we will follow follow you and abide in your words. Then we will have all we desire because that is the way of the four spirits. The four spirits give us one separation from the world, First way of the first spirit. The second spirit is the words of wisdom. It gives us that foundation of righteousness and peace so we understand what it is and how to bring it forth. That's the third part. The third spirit's understanding that we can build and plant the fruit tree and bring it forth what you've already planted in the earth because we can nurture it and call it forth and help it to grow. And we'll begin to treat every plant and every animal with specialness and every child as yours because you own everything in the womb and yet we kill it. And we're searching for the things of the earth. You told us that the herbs are for the the service of man. So we're looking for the herbs, but we have no idea how to use them to bring forth the good works of God, which come by the growth of knowledge of truth. And we're not seeking for the knowledge of truth. Then Lord, the song goes on and says, yet you ran with me. He's talking about his, his helpmate. He ran with me, chasing my rainbows. Lord, the spirit of truth is trying to get us to understand what is the meaning of the rainbow. But we see the gay and all these perverted abominations taking on by, by mocking The greatest promise that you said, dear Lord, and that is that the devil cannot overcome you or take a part of you if we will understand the rainbow, because a rainbow guarantees that the flood will not kill all the flesh on the earth, and the flood is coming from the dragon's mouth at this time, Revelation 12, 15 to 17, and we are succumbing to the dragon's mouth because we're doing this in the way of the world instead of the way that love really grows. And it says, I, honey, I love you too. But if people understood that honey is the way of the seventh spirit, dear Lord, they would understand what milk and honey means. Honey means to have learned the way of the six spirits and to come to that last part, which grows additional knowledge by remembering what was in the past and adding on to it the strength of what goes forward. Because the rest gives strength. But Lord, we're coming into our marriage and getting weakness. We're coming into the world and getting weakness. Or if we're getting rich, we're getting rich in the wrong way. Getting rich by working with those in Washington and the bankers who are providing fiat currency, which is unlawful to God. It's not just scales. This is not lawful currency. This is not of God. Nothing of this is God. And we're in the day of the Lord when we're supposed to come out from following these leaders. And yet we follow the bankers. We follow all these people. We've got to turn and start seeking for the kingdom of God to come on earth as it is in heaven with all our zeal, all our zealousness. And then that song goes on with the, the verse and says, and that's the way love goes. Yeah, that's the way love departs. Because those who do not love him will not hear his words. And if you don't have his words, you cannot be set apart and have eternal life in this day of the Lord. Because you're going to be part of the famine of the word which takes away from that and brings the plagues on you. Because if you will not come out to the light. Because Paul said we're either of the light and of the day or of the night and of the darkness. And of of the world we're of the darkness. And the light's going away. And the love that brings joy is the words of God that leads us to the way of understanding which always ends in joy. The way way of the Lord is joy. He wants you to come to absolute joy. He wants us to come back to the likeness of the Garden of Eden where the plants sing. The fruit grows, can even grow overnight. See, God seals, seals his words in the night. And if we ask for something in the evening, and he's telling us at this time that the, that the sun will be is like seven, the brightness is seven, seven times brighter, that means that overnight things can grow. By the way of the word, it gives light. It'll be that way at this time. That's how you're going to be able to provide for the people at this time who believe and have faith. If they have no faith, why should he give them any? Because they're not set apart in the coming. The separation judgment is those entering the kingdom and those not. It means they had to be prepared to enter the kingdom or they go with those that have not. They go with those without love. It, says, it goes on, it says, that's the music. It's, wait a minute. Let me read this again. And that's the way love goes. That's the way love goes, babe. It repeats it twice. If we do things twice, what is that? The words of wisdom. And what goes the next verse that says, and that's the music God made for all the world to sing. Those of the world sing it that way. But those of the kingdom sing with love that grows by the words of God. Somebody needs to make a new Merle Haggard song. I'd love him to be here with his great voice and have a talk with him and let him understand what the way of the words are so he can glorify God. Because this song here doesn't help us. It sounds great. It's like the world, it sounds great, but it doesn't take into account the plan of God. But it's so close to the, and it's backwards. It's leading us the wrong way. It says, that's a music God made for all the world to sing. It never, It's never old. It grows. Losing makes me sorry. You say, honey, now don't worry. Don't you know I love you too? But if you love in that way, you're both going into what? You're going into the punishments. Just like the Lord warns in Revelation 18, 1 to 4. That love never grows old because that love gets punishment in eternity, forever. We need to grow the love that grows. The love that grows from the beginning, from the foundation of the words of righteousness. Doing the way of righteousness, working with your right shoulder. One shoulder. The one shoulder in Zephaniah 3, nine and Ecclesiastes 12.11. The one that the goads of the words of God touch us. Let us understand that. You know, we want to have the way love grows. Because if we have that, it tells us in John 15, 7, that we'll have all we desire, which we desire all people to come and be saved and come to knowledge, truth, and enter the kingdom of God that's coming on earth for seven years. People don't understand in between the 50s kingdom and before the 6th and 7th come, there is a gap time of seven years of Daniel 9:27. That's the time of the new covenant. And the first half of that, his, his elect who is set apart at the separation judgment are refined and they go up in a rapture. Then comes Enoch and Elijah down to testify to the people and judge them. They become the very vicarious judge on the earth by the way of the words. People are going to hate them because they're going to judge strongly with the words. They're going to speak righteousness to them, and the people don't want righteousness that are left behind. But some will, and those who will will become martyrs when the Antichrist beheads them for, not, for, not, for, for, for taking, refusing the mark. They will know it because the mark is coming then. It's not now. There's a mark at this time, but it's different than what we're looking at because he does that way. It's in the, there's a mark system like Social Security. All these things are marks. You can you name several things that are marks of the beast. But it's pointing to the one that will come at the time after Elijah and Enoch come. Right now, we have the time of the spirit of Elijah and Moses, the two horsemen. We have to ride those horses. The horses' separation from the world by the prophetic word, and secondly, by the words of wisdom, the law of Moses. We need to be separated by that. We have to learn first that there, there's a plan of God which, which Elijah has been verifying and testifying and watching down and pouring out knowledge on us. Remember, he's up there as the two witnesses to God with Enoch. But we need to understand who Moses is too this time because the Lord tells us we must listen to what Moses said. What he recorded, the warnings he said. He gave us so many prof- prophecies for this time. Marvelous ones. Deuteronomy 33, for example. And then the Song of Moses also. And then the Psalms 90. <clears throat> marvelous things Moses gave us for teaching. Besides all the teaching of laws and ways of the words. But Jesus came to fulfill it so we can come right into the Father and not have to go through a priest. <clears throat> Therefore, we're able to be judged by the words and the mercy and the bountiful mercy, abundant mercy and grace of God. That's where we are. And yet the world is trampling upon the spirit of grace that Jesus paid his blood price for. Spirit of grace, the blood of the spirit of grace, just like it says in Hebrews 10:24 to 31. I pray you begin to understand. That. I've told you tonight just a couple summary points. You cannot be of the world and receive the spirit of truth in you right now it's here in the world it's calling us and it's begging us to receive it we think it's in us because we feel good around it it's light emanates in us but it cannot enter us until god gives it the authority he cannot give us the authority if we're walking in the way of the world and are not seeking for his kingdom to come and the words of god to be open to us just like he says in proverbs 123 and Daniel 12, 2 to 3 says, many at this time will begin to shine. But how can you have light in you if you don't have the words of God? It gives light and gives understanding to the simple. Psalms one nineteen one thirty, And Psalms one nineteen one o five tells you it's the words of God that light your path. Psalm 9 says that's the way a man is purified. And we're required to become purified at this time. Daniel 12, 9, 10. So please understand that. Another point is that the famine of the word is coming. We have a short time to receive the words. He's had them open now for over 13 years. In April, will be 14 years. The words have been called out. The message has been called out about the words. And more than that, the message that Jesus is coming to confirm. Confirm means seals in us because what's he going to do? He's going to seal the words in us because we're going to have eternal life. You can't have eternal life without the words. People up in paradise are getting the words. But that kingdom of learning the words is coming on earth right now for us. That's what we're able to enter into here on earth so we can be purified and refined and go up. Because he's going to gather them who made a sacrifice from the ends of the earth. Those up in heaven are doing good for each other. The ones in paradise, not the ones in the pit, not the ones in the pen punishments of God. They're in suffering. They're in pain and torment they can't do because they lost their opportunity to do good. Now they don't have any words and that's what's going to be like the people here. The other thing I want to remind is back in Matthew 24, and I, a message I gave a, last week was about the stillborn birth of Miriam. As Aaron, when she got the plague, and I think it's Numbers 12, he said she's like a stillborn woman, a stillborn child. In other words, she comes forth from the womb, not completely formed. That's what it's going to look like. That's the plague of Tesaret. That's not your normal leprosy. This is Tesaret. It's far worse than that. Limbs will wither instantly. They can wither. God is going to show you as fast. He's telling you right there how fast this is going to be because he says, while they're still standing, their eyes, their eyes will dissolve in their eye socket, their tongue dissolve in their eye, uh, in their mouth. That's not a nuclear bomb, people. That's the word of God and his power over every particle. And as fast as he did that, he can also restore everybody that has a limb missing or broken, uh, Alzheimer's, all these things God is going to restore. His people that are to set apart. Matthew 13 says, when he may heal them. Yes, he will if we will do the way of the words and, and do the works for him. As he says, we've got to feed the kingdom. He'll give us the food and we feed them. He wants to be fed by doing us doing the righteous acts of the saints for others. So we can put on the, the fine linen garment, which is going to be all light. We're going to start to shine. That's what the fine linen garment is. It's so pur- pure, it's, it's like light on us. It's going to shine. We're going to shine like that. All right, I pray that this has been helpful to understand the sadness of this time. A famine of the words is coming. And we do not love God like we think we do. We do not love him. We don't even know the truth of the world or the way of the Lord or the way of the four spirits or the way of the rainbow. What does it mean? What's the flood? What is that rainbow pointing to What are the seven spirits and how do we enable them so that the promise in that rainbow comes true? Because it's up to us. We're all in judgment. The day of the Lord is a day of judgment, a day of darkness. It's a time where we must come out of the darkness into the light. We're not doing that. We just think we're going to be raptured out of here. We're waiting on God to do something, and he's waiting on us to make our decision. Will we enter the kingdom? We enter the kingdom by how? The words of God, the kingdom is within us, Jesus says. It's the words of God. Will we waken them and start to learn them and seek him for the knowledge of the words as he promises he will do for us in Proverbs one twenty three. Lord is waiting on us, and we're waiting on him. And because of that, we'll be cast out for being lukewarm, Please, become zealous to hear the truth and seek it. He desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. That is not standing still. That is going forward, understanding what truth is. We don't even know the truth of our government or the truth of the ways. And we love songs like this. We get up and <clears throat> sing all these wonderful religious hymns. and We have concerts of religious hymns. We have no idea about the words of God. And love grows. Jesus said you don't love him if you don't hear his words. And love his words is how we get knowledge. In John five twenty four. he tells us, if we will believe in the voice of the Lord, in other words, if we will discern his words, because the Greek word for voice means you discern those words. And if we believe in the promises of God, then we will do what? If we understand his voice, we understand the instruction of how to do the words. And we, need, we understand the words and what they are and how to do them. So we enable the good works of the Father was prepared from the foundations of the world for this very time that enables us to overcome everything in the world and to bring forth healing, and to bring forth the likeness of the garden. Please help us to understand all these things. Lord, we pray you'd bless your people tonight. Show them what love is, and show them that your way love grows, but the way they're doing love goes. Lord, please help them to understand this. In Jesus' name we pray this. His name is the word of God that he writes on his leg, because he writes it on his leg because that's the way of righteousness is how he walks. We need to understand that, and we need to have that word. We praise your name, Lord. Thank you for your mercy and your patience and your waiting. Dear Lord, you've held off as far as long as you can, and we're speaking your words like you told us to speak. Lord, let it be heard. Please, Father, enable the Spirit to carry the message. We ask it in Thy precious name. Amen. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?